how to increase or improve our leadership skills. We read 2 Chronicles chapter seven, uh, chapter 1 from verse 7 to 12. Maybe it'll be a good thing for you to refresh your memory and sit before God and let God speak to you out of it again. And then Matthew chapter 24 from verse 14 through to seven, uh, verse 30, talking about people skills, prayer skills, uh, planning skills, pastoral skills, preaching skills, piloting skills, perception skills, participation skills, peace skills, parenting skills, and prophetic skills and other skills that are needed in leadership. Hope one day I can get down to sit and talk about all those specifically. All right, so we pick up on what I think is the seventh uh, thing you have to come to terms with if you, you're going to improve on your leadership skills. You've got to be, and I began to move towards that in the last of those things where I said you must trust uh, your gut feeling unless they run contrary to scripture. You must be able to forget. You cannot be wedded to the past, past successes or past failures. You cannot be wedded, married to the past. And so many people are, so many in leadership, they're scared to step out because of foul-ups in the past. Or they're scared to let God make a change and an adjustment because they say, well, the past, this thing worked. God is a God of creativity and he's constantly imparting fresh stuff to it, bringing out of the word old and new together. As I think it's in Matthew uh, chapter 9 and, and other, two other gospels talk about that, the new wine and the wineskins, etc. So you, you can't dwell on or hang on to yesterday's successes or yesterday's failure. Paul says, forgetting what was behind me, I press on towards the call, the mark of the call. So we're moving on quickly. Number eight, another so important. If you want to improve your leadership skills, that's what we're talking about. You must be able to both learn to, 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 to listen and to talk. What do you mean by that, Dudley? To listen. Well, respect those around you by paying attention to what they are feeling and saying. So many times I sit with leaders and as I begin to say something to them, you can see their minds off and they're thinking of a way to come back at me or they're just thinking about something else. They don't even have the respect to sit and listen and pay attention even if they disagree. So respect those around you by paying attention to what they are feeling and what they're saying. And ask God to help you to not only hear their words, but to feel what they're trying to say. Sometimes people have problems in trying to communicate. It doesn't come out quite like they're feeling. And they'll ask God to help you to discern what, what they're really feeling deep inside. But at the same time, with that, you must also focus on what God has said to you and requires of you. And you've got to somehow marry the two of them. So don't be self-opinionated. And don't be led by the bleating of the sheep. Ask God to help you to be able to both listen and to talk. Next thing, really important again, don't re reduce, and I'm using this word in, uh, we say with inverted commas and quotation marks, don't reduce your team talent, end of quotation marks, to the lowest common talent level 
What do you mean by that, Dudley? Well, you've got some high-talented and not-so-high-talented people on team. If the team is one or is two, one is going to be a little more talented than the other. If it's three, it's it just there's so many different. Some have one talent, some have two talents, some have five talents in the team. But don't reduce the five talent and the two talent down to the one talent level. While we believe in team, believe in teamwork. Teamwork does not mean bringing those with exceptional talents and skills, gifts and anointings down to the lowest, just to make them feel comfortable. Use your, and I'm using this once again in quotation marks, this word, use your stars while we, are, while we, we really still always believe and know that we are all equal. They're all equal in value. But God puts stars, people that are bigger capacity in your life. I think in that first reading I was asking about in 2 Chronicles chapter 1, uh, you see the captains of 5, 10, 50s, 100s, etc. there too. So don't reduce, reduce your team talent to the lowest level of, uh, of skill or, common, or, or talent level. Moving on quickly. If you have to complain, and even Moses had to go before God and complain, why, why do you call me? Why, why is all this happening? If you have to complain, complain to the Lord. Tell him about what you feel is the raw deal that you're getting. <laughs> that even if you feel like life is really dealing you a raw deal, Tell him about it, but don't expect that complaining to get you anywhere. <laughs> but at least you got it out. That's the best place to, 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 to complain, to the Lord himself. Don't, you know, sometimes we complain about the people we're, we're surrounded by. You feel, oh, we can't fly like eagles when we're surrounded by, you know, just the lowest sparrow, whatever, hawk, crow, whatever. We complain sometimes about the leadership team that we have. We complain about the facilities we're using. We complain about our own limitations. Now God knows we feel these things sometimes very strongly. Best place just tell God about it and let him deal with it. Moving on. Expect to do better than anyone else expects of you. Expect to do better than anyone else expects of you. Expect, in other words, to make a major change for the good, change for the good, everywhere that you are involved. God's promise is this. Every place upon which your foot shall tread, I've given it to you. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. My presence will go with you. So don't let people convince you to lower your sights and call it re being realistic. Yes, we do have to be realistic. We can't expect from others, or even from ourselves, what we're not capable of. But don't let people lower your sights. Every, there's going to be so many people in your life that is always trying to nudge you towards mediocrity. Dream big dreams, 
and prepare yourself to pursue them. Moving on, closely linked to what I've just said, don't expect support for your dreams from non-achievers, from low-capacity people, from half-hearted people, those who have not accomplished much in life. Don't expect support from them. They're going to be there to discourage you. Even Job's wife. You know, you know the story. Quickly moving on, looking at that time. Learn, if this is at all possible, ask God about these things. Learn not to take things personally. I think I've touched this in a number of messages if you've been following what I'm trying to preach each, a few times a week. Learn not to take things personally. Even when they say you are this and you are that and because of you, understand that by and large really, they're really pouring out their frustration. But it's not really you that they're going at. And then, another biggie, expect God to bring in gifted, talented, large-capacity people. Expect God to bring them in. I don't know what, how many talents I've got, but I've never felt I'm a five-talent man if five talents was the top of the original allocation of gifts. But I have had so many five-talented people who became ten-talented people and bigger around me. Don't let your expectation be because you don't feel you're that bigger talented guy that God won't bring in big talented people. Expect God to bring in big talented people. But here's the, the clincher. Ask him what it is going to take for them to stay, not just to stay there for a week or two or for a month or a year and then move on, but to stay to grow, to reach more and more of their potential. Ask God. You see, all of these things here, now I've been trying to say, sometimes when we're taking notes, we can stop God giving us revelation. But I'm going to say this, for this teaching, these last, this, the, the last one and this one, on uh, being able to improve your leadership skill, I'm going to say to you, maybe after each point, you need to just push the pause button. Make sure you've taken a note. What is that factor there? And when you get a chance at the end of the day or through the day and the days ahead, meditate on these things and ask God for that revelation. So expect God to bring in gifted, talented, large capacity people. Ask him what it is going to take for them to stay, to grow, to reach more and more of their potential. So Pray, meditate, and expect results. And then, to bring this to a close, trust God no matter what. Trust God no matter what. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. He may have given you one talent, he may have given you two, he may have given you five, but he wants to double them and then double them again and double them again. Ongoingly, as you keep your heart, your heart open and say, Lord, 
I thank you for all your revelation. I thank you for what looks like success in my life and my past. But I'm open for more. I want to ever be learning. Teach me your will, your word, your ways. Reveal to me your wonders, all your works, and that which you want to do in and through me and us on our eldership team and then into the translocal, into the nations of the world. The sky is the limit. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance. Father, we ask it in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen.